Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, Hamburger Helper, and we're rocking and firing from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in beautiful, sunny Deer Valley, Arizona. The vitamin D is drifting and blowing out there. And this show's brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver. Physical possession only. No receipts, no promises, no pre-sales. Oh, yeah, click the button, give us your money, we'll get it out to you. It doesn't exist in some cases. Everybody for a quarter century of this company has taken delivery without complaint, and you can too. Call 1-800-951-0592 and add or get started to your hard asset portfolio. You can also go out to the information superhighway, the World Wide Web, at allamericangold.com, updated daily. With news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable, I'm joined with nephew and president of this company, Joe Jaquin. He runs the show. He worries late at night to the wee hours of the morning while I'm sound asleep like a baby. But I'm glad to be a part of this company and helping him through these crazy times. You know, we try to get in early and put together a radio show, but to uh, be honest with you, I've been on the phone all morning working with customers and reminiscing with people and i mean uh, we've been around a long long time joe good morning how are you doing hey, good morning eric yeah it's been a, a incredibly busy morning already uh you got gold up about twenty dollars this morning uh crude oil uh you talk about going to the woodshed we'll get to all that stuff uh the dow is now amazon i mean literally maybe the only company you need to have in your portfolio uh, yeah, but the just buy it now amazon. button doesn't work yeah all right my daughter said, oh, I ordered toilet paper. <laughs> they got your money. They're just not going to get it. You're not getting the toilet paper. It's kind of like get unleaded gasoline, you know. It's just, it's just crazy. So. I want you to know that this is going to keep you up at night now so we can be up together. <laughs> Apparently, dwindling supplies of carbon dioxide, which, by the way, is created from the ethanol plants, right, turning the, the corn into oil, you know, the, the, the blend for the gasoline, right? Apparently, that's one of the products which they use to sell to the beer, soda, and seltzer water industry. And they're now saying, oh, oh we got a problem because all these places, you know, gasoline now, uh, you know, we sold you last week 12 cents in the Midwest. It may be free in the Midwest today. I don't know. Uh, but now they're saying that it may be a problem. Uh, you may not have any beer or wine or soda. Well, not wine, but soda because they've got no uh, carbon dioxide. Well, gasoline is forecasting the Great Depression. The government's trying to create runaway inflation. So the battle is on. So I think don't get used to the cheap gasoline. I think you're going to see just unbelievable prices for all commodities across the board by Christmas I'm as they monetize around. this. I'm coming around. You're going to see massive wipeouts in these industries. The crude oil industry is going to get wiped out. There's no place to put it. So all these companies are going to go out of business, and then all of a sudden they're going to say, wait a minute, we need more oil, and there's not going to be any companies to pump the oil, and there you go, right? And boom, all of a sudden you go from, you know, right now crude oil, it's $10 in 20 cents ten dollars in 20 cents which means the cash market is probably negative 
and and all of these companies, Halliburton already, Halliburton's the first. They just announced they're cutting everything 50%. All the jobs, all the production, 50% cuts across the board. So you could be right, Eric. This could be one of those they're setting us up for a disaster. My brother-in-law stopped in here Friday, Terry Bridwell. He's been married to my beautiful sister, Laura, for how many years? I don't know, 40, 40 plus years they have children, grandchildren. Great-grandchildren, I think. I don't know. I quit counting them. But they have Bridwell's Automotive Center over there in Lincoln Village, and they've had this forever. I mean, you know, they I think they built it in the 70s when it was way out of town, the family. But uh, but he stopped by here. He says gas sales were off about 50% as nobody's driving. So this, again, is one of the supply and demand factors that have come into play into oil. But if you go back to the last stimulus checks and the only stimulus checks, the only ones ever – was under W. Bush in the great 08 uh, debacle that uh, everybody got a check. Everyone that didn't make money got a check for $600. Well, what happened was gas prices exploded because the Arabs knew that everybody was going to – they had money. You know, the the, the, the working minions, the, uh, the slave laborers had a little extra money in their coffers for that week, and oil shot up. So the reason I'm basing my runaway inflation predictions on – and it's going to be spotty at first. So it's the same thing that happened to toilet paper happens to a lot of different things. you know. And look at what's happening. Strange things. I mean, and this is what happens when the government touches it, that the price of cattle is dropping, but yet the stores are emptying. Why? Well, because you've got a little labor intensity there. You can't just walk the cow into Safeway and go, okay, put your butt over here, put your you know ribs over here, you know. Dump all the guts in the trash. Doesn't work that way. Somebody has to to process this, and this again is is becoming the issue. And everyone goes, "Well, how come gas? You know, I just bought some two twenty four a gallon this morning on my way in. Why? Well, somebody's got to truck it. Yep. They're taking a risk. And you know, plus with all the people that are going to be out there when we get the Ali Ali income free, which I don't know if we're ever going to get, but if we get some semblance of stage one of opening. And they all go running around spending their stimulus money. Remember, if you were making $180 a week as a busboy, you now make 800 You get 780 bucks a week, more money than you've ever seen. Now multiply that times trillions, and every time a new stimuli hits the street, and look at how far they have to go in business. You know, there's 30 million small businesses. Everybody in this country has to make a decision. It's Shawshank Redemption. Get busy living or get busy dying. We'll be back after these messages. Stay with us. Get busy living, get busy dying. That's the question. Civil wars may be starting as we speak. The uh, protests starting to raise their ugly heads everywhere. It's supposed to be one here in Phoenix. 1360KHNC.com actually broadcast a live We were protest. live on the from the protest on Sunday. In Colorado. In Colorado. There's, there's word is there's going to be another protest this Saturday. We will be live at that event as well, uh, broadcasting live if that event comes to fruition. But they're happening everywhere now. And, and, and like you said, Eric, most people want to go back to work, and they're trying to make it out to me, oh, it's only the people with the MAGA hats. That are out there. So what you're telling me, liberals out there, what you're trying to say is, hey, we all want to stay at home and get a check off from the government. We don't actually want to go to work. Is that their message? We're all becoming socialists, so guess what? I don't get one. I don't get a check. Nothing. So 
but I never have gotten stimuli. So it doesn't it doesn't pay off? Does it pay to be productive in this society? But uh, you want to know why Amazon stocks up today? I'll tell you why. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce today said that one out of every ten of their members is less than a month away from closing their doors permanently. Well, look at them. Well, how much did they put out in the in the SBA? Three hundred fifty billion. Yes, gone. Okay, now they need. I've heard how many numbers, different numbers, have you heard this morning? Well, and this, it's all Nancy yeah. Pelosi's fault now. But, but only two hundred fifty billions for small business again. Now you got to remember, you know who small businesses are right. We told you about Ruth Chris today. We found out Shake Shack got money. That's it. Oh no, I'm going to give it back. Yeah, we'll see. I I promise you this. I don't think it's possible for him to give it back. But he wanted to make a good plea out there. The businesses that do business with smaller banks. Apparently, getting the money. We're getting their money, and and what's the big banks? What apparently has been happening with the big banks? They've been looking at all the applications that have been coming in, and you know what? The ones they're processing, the ones near the the maximum, the ten million, right? And letting all the other ones rot. Sure, they're taking the commission. They get a fee on all. Well, they get one percent, and they're like, "Well, the only way we can make a lot of money is if we only process a few of these." Well, do the math. There's 30 million small businesses. That's a number you really have to look for, but that's the number, and even that's light. Did the Harvard Endowment Fund need a bailout? Oh yeah, yeah, they had that. They got it. So, so if you get a thousand dollars to 30 million businesses, does that take care of the whole 300 million million? 300 million, billion. no, you need billion. So, billion. so what do, what does ever what does that come out to? Is it ten grand? I think it is. So I don't know, you're king of the numbers. So I mean if three hundred billion would be, let's see, yeah, ten grand. Ten grand to each business. Which is nothing. Nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, that covers nothing. your light bill and your and your rent payment. Right. So So yeah. Yeah, they got a little bit of work to do there. So I love the fact that somehow they've turned it all on Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> it's well, you know, they, they, the money could have been there already, another 250 But she's out there. She's going in and, and going for the kill. Now, the latest number I've heard is somewhere in the neighborhood of 500, 400 to $500 because she wants to give more money to the state. She's like, hey, I, I want to give it. I, I, hey, I'm a good socialist. I want to give it to everybody, right? The states, the hospitals, right? Get back up the truck. You, United Airlines just lost two billion dollars. They got four billion, four point five billion from the government in loans for a bailout, and they said, hey, that's not even close to enough. And by the way, what I'm hearing on the airline industry. As soon as the two months pass for the, the the rules for their bailout, they're laying off a hundred thousand people. So now wait a minute. We go here. So the Fed did two and a half trillion. Their balance sheet's now six trillion. Over six. Over yeah. six. And then the two and a half stimulus to the generally dumb public. There's eight and a half trillion plus. Now they're arguing over how much. So another five hundred billion. Yeah. So there's you know. there's nine trillion. I mean, it's, in a month. It's so hard. In a have. month. Gold's only up $300 or something in the same month. we got a long way to go here. Just a matter of time till it finds its way, till the what's left of the financial institutions figure out this is the currency of last resort, that gold does what it's designed to do. So, I mean, people are like, well, how come gold isn't skyrocketing? Well, because you just got to hang almost, on a little bit. Yeah, here. gold's up almost $500 in 12 months. Is it five, yeah, okay. 500 In 12 so months. People so saw it's not like it's not doing something. It's doing great. So 
Gold's doing right where it's supposed to be. I'm sticking with my $20,000 gold. We'll see it here. I'll see it in my lifetime as we work our way through this. The biggest issue is that by shutting down the economy and waiting until the virus is completely abated, um, because the virus is out. Now we've got 5,000 cases in Arizona. No. Boom, just I'm like a, that. I'm going to say this. The virus is out. You I, can't stop it. They can't contain it. So locking people down ain't working. Shutting the economy down ain't working. We got 40,000 dead. I'm shocked. I didn't think we'd get anywhere close to 50,000. We're going to have 50,000 dead by the end of the week. But, again, it's still a relatively smaller number. And, and you look at the one place, you know, Sweden really didn't do a lot at Sweden all. Sweden hasn't done anything. Right? They just said, hey, try to stay away from each other. And, and they've, they've only got 10 million people, okay? Now, they've got about 1,500, 1,600 dead people. Of it's, 10 million. Of 10 million. I mean, it's right on. It's almost We're on 300 par. million. Yeah. yeah. It's so, almost on par with And everything's us. open. There's schools, gyms, bars, restaurants. Everything's open there. So, I mean, so the the idea was, again, studying the Spanish flu, which came from China as well, the 1918 pandemic with the Spanish name. Yeah, that came from Spain, China. That, uh, that, that by by letting the virus mutate, that it takes care of itself. To it took the, two years hey, to work through to that. Be, it may take two years anyway. That's so, right. So, that's right. To be the same as Sweden, I think they got 1,560 dead. Okay. Multiply that 32 times. We got about 320 million people here. We would have 49,980. Oh, the same percentage? Same, same percentage. Now, they didn't close anything. Okay, now, yes, they told everyone, hey, wash your hands and don't try to gather in large crowds, but they didn't close anything. We've got 40. After today, we're going to have like 42,000. I mean, it's almost identical. Isn't that weird? So they can't stop it. The virus is out. We can't contain it. I mean, we're probably going to have to come to terms with that. This is just going to have to have to run its its cycle. So now, ultimately, we're going to be ninety degrees here in the next couple of days. Days, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if that uh, helps that that number. But we're over five thousand cases here in Phoenix, just like that. Boom, we were four thousand a week ago. So it is starting to go parabolic. So we're, we're are we going to get to New York peak. City? So I don't know. So. I think we're supposed to hit our peak this weekend. I think April twenty third, they said when I oh, did okay. it. Okay, I thought it was twenty sixth. Well, maybe yeah, right, something yeah. like that. So close. We're I, not there yet. You know what's interesting? I saved that. So oh. just so we could see if it's uh, see if it's actually going to come right. to fruition. So on our that. pandemic for Arizona. Let me find the state. Uh, they figured seventeen dead per day would be the height at April twenty third. Okay. So and we're four twenty today. Oh, is this a pot day? Yeah, it is four twenty day. So are we yeah. gonna are we gonna do CBD Mondays, <laughs> dude? <laughs> we could play Cheech and Chong up in smoke here for the next half. Listen, hour. my son got offered an internship for a CBD company uh, in Colorado. How about that? Yeah, an internship. Yes. What testing? <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably go for that. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm in R&D at a CBD company. Far out, man. So, so yes, the uh, the uh, the IMHE, when we did this a couple weeks ago, predicted that Arizona, April 23rd, would hit its peak at 17 deaths per day. California was supposed to hit at April 17th, ahead of us at 70 per day. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not watching it that closely 
until they say that is the is the curve flattening is what you're, you're well hearing. they they say it all I don't know again like I said the desk popped up I, I was surprised by it maybe I shouldn't have been uh, but still overall what we're seeing now is and I think the president is is helping the cause of hey get up there and start protesting put some pressure on these governments and let's get people back to work I got a good backfire you know I, I don't wonder, know I wonder who listens to us you know because we made some predictions. And every now and then a story breaks right away, so it's really weird. But Ford, and I was laughing a couple weeks ago that uh, the latest accessory that you can get in a car is the uh, antivirus button. Right. You know, so you just hit instead the button. Of, instead of the windshield wipers right. coming on. It just gases everybody in the car. Um, Everyone just gets a shot of right. it's just like It's like the Carl's Jr. machine on Idiocracy, you know. Just, so... So Ford announced this morning that their future vehicles are going to be built with services designed to destroy viruses. Oh, yeah. See, How there you go. that? See, so. now, again, right to your prediction, what did you say was going to happen? You know, we talked about oil. What did you say was going to happen to automobiles, right? Yeah. They're going to cost a hundred, two hundred. 300000 and and you know why? Well, you know what? The, the Fed's still going to say, oh, there's no inflation because now it kills viruses as, as well. They say the electric car is doomed now. But, I, again, I don't think that I don't oh, think you, you're, you're no going to see gas Have you seen down, Tesla so. stock? Tesla stock is flying. People are – the people in the know – think you're the smartest guy yeah because tesla's stock i think it's like eight hundred dollars again they're going to monetize the entire energy market and everybody's going to have money everybody's going to have money they're going to throw it around like water i mean it's going to be everywhere vegas is supposed to open this will be interesting what memorial day that was yeah yeah they're trying to do it by the end of may it'll Uh, be 109 on memorial day okay right so no virus is going to survive on the sidewalks. Listen, so, um, Eric is not a medical expert, <laughs> nor did he sleep at a Holiday Inn last night. But <laughs> nothing can live on that. So, you know, the sea might as well be on the surface of Mars. So, um, anyway, yeah, I'm not an epidemiologist, which I never even heard of that ever. And that that term ever. But now, apparently, Savage, Dr. Michael Savage That's on our is, radio yeah. station... An epidemiologist. I thought maybe that was like a study of bugs. He's been real serious about this thing. Yeah, you think? Yeah. So, well, yeah, he's uh, taking shots at all the uh, I mean, we the bubblegum conservative I, I guys. I thought we gave a great idea last week on how to open Vegas back up. But apparently, yeah, yeah that's what they're going to shoot for. Everybody's 75 I don't know and over. Here's the problem. If not enough people come, right, it's even worse. It's even worse because at least right now, Right, they're on low power. Right, the lights are off. Right, no employees, but you know, a couple. Lake Mead is filling right? up. Uh, just a few employees are there. Could you imagine? Okay, we're going to open up, and then nobody shows up. That'll be even worse for the casinos. Yeah, that would be bad. Now the power's on. Now the power's on. You got to have employees back. I mean, you know, I don't know. But they have to turn it on. You know, they, in Arizona, they used to do that here. The resorts would close in the fifties and sixties for the summer. And then when they'd open them, come back and open them up, the carpet was melted. Yeah, All the candles were melted. You know what people don't realize is Vegas' conventions. Yeah, yeah. And none of these mega corporations are going to be having these conventions. It's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm telling you right now, my fear is, like Eric said, everyone's getting money. They're bailing everybody out. And then all of a sudden, the small businesses, the restaurants, these bars, I think, 
you could see 50, 60% of them open and then close. Or they keep throwing money at them. Open and close. Or they keep throwing money at them. Or they... They just keep throwing money at them until well, it gets the better. SBA so, ran out of money. What are they talking about now? Right. I'm voting. Every, every stimulus, gold pops a couple hundred bucks. And they got to do a stimulus every week now. Every week there's going to be a new stimuli. So, so I mean, that's just – I think they're going to do it. Why? Because we don't want to repeat 08. You don't want the lost decade they again. That. They don't want that. They're going to monetize it. And they know they're going to do it. I know they're going to do it. And ultimately, it could get out of hand. So, I mean, eventually when you just can't throw enough money at the problem, <laughs> that the money that's out there starts to lose its value. And that's the biggest concern. So once it gets out there, what will it buy? Once they open the economy and everybody's got money, they all got electronic deposits. And they're going to do another stimulus. So you're going to get another check next month. I guarantee you it's coming. So another $2.5 trillion stimulus coming next month because – Everything will be opening in phases, but yet the economy will not be fully functioning, and they're either going to either give them a check and keep them quiet, or everybody's going to riot, and the cities are going to erupt, and they're going to come steal it. So send the money. It isn't real anyway. It's not money like it used to be. It's not backed with anything but debt. We don't even have the money to send you a dollar. They have to borrow it. That's what I think they're going to do. That's why I'm in the hyperinflation camp. Me and Goldman sucks. We'll be back after these. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Democrats' dangerous game of baselessly impeaching President Trump backfired on them like Wiley Coyote chasing the roadrunner. Even though the Democrats knew from the very beginning they would never get the votes to actually remove Trump from office, they hoped that weaponizing the constitutional process would at least weaken him. In reality, Democrats' pitiful attempt did the exact opposite. President Trump gained political strength from his acquittal in the Senate just in time to boost his campaign for re-election. Some politicians would have declared victory and celebrated by taking an extended vacation to celebrate his good fortune. That's not what President Trump did. Trump's first act was to remove the deep state bureaucrats who started it all, including the insubordinate Ukrainian-born Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman. Trump rightly called Vindman very insubordinate for going outside the chain of command on foreign policy. If you were one of the three people who wasted time watching the impeachment proceedings, you saw this insubordination firsthand. Trump also removed Colonel Vindman's identical twin brother from his powerful position on the National Security Council. Then Trump recalled Gordon Sondland, the U.S. ambassador to the European Union. Removing these politicians isn't about political revenge. It's about draining the swamp. That's what Trump promised he would do. He has to use his authority as chief of the executive branch to remove the deep state wherever he can. If agents of the deep state make it easy on Trump by actively campaigning to impeach him, that just makes it easier to root them out. Those firings were a no-brainer, but Trump didn't stop there. Top Trump officials are rolling out a series of actions to combat the growing problem of sanctuary policies by Democrat-ruled states, counties, and cities, which try to shelter illegal aliens from deportation by federal authorities. On top of this, Trump is building his legacy as the most pro-life president in American history. He's negotiating favorable trade deals, fighting for our economy, and leading on the Wuhan coronavirus fight. 
Trump has always been a man who thrives most in the face of adversity, and the Democrats have no idea what their impeachment hoax unleashed. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we think it's time to take Washington back from the power brokers. At phyllisschlafly.com, we're organizing a grassroots movement to stand against the deep state bureaucrats who control government. For the latest strategies, go to phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Patriot Radio News Hour, continuing on this Monday. Hope this finds you well. How's your lockdown doing? I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? The world's just absolutely gone crazy trying to... It's such a fluid situation that, uh, I mean, it can turn on a dime. Um, The stories and such misinformation as well about you know about what the virus can do at one point it could travel 57 feet in the air and there's nothing you can do and now i mean it's uh, it can't last on surfaces at one point it can last on surfaces for 15 days and i mean it's really hard to tell isn't it too much there's absolutely too much media and again they compare this to the 1918 pandemic nothing closed but there wasn't nearly the media so you had misinformation, but it only showed up once a day in the newspaper, not 3,000 times in Facebook. And, I mean, it's just, you know, there's such a myriad of places to go that we're just trying to, every day here on this show, we just try to, you know, hypothesize what's happening, take a look at everything. And uh, we're learning from you people, too. The phones don't stop ringing here all day, and uh, it really is, uh, well, it's a give-and-take situation here, so... The biggest issue is what's going to happen to the supply side. What's going to happen to the to the uh, the the supply chains in this country that are dependent on the communists? And what'll happen if if you know ultimately tensions will flare here? All all wars are economic based. I mean, go back and study them. It's always there's always follow the dollar trail, and you know the Chinese aren't going to like the fact that, uh, that we're going to shut them off and try to build things again in this country to stock the shelves of walmart with american-made products which the the sure exercise in that will be monumental task at best don't forget we still have osha they don't have osha we have the uh, department the environmental agency they don't have an environmental agency we have all sorts of attorneys regulations minimum wage every alphabet agency that you could even imagine that will get involved if you try to build one single thing in this country so which will make it really tough to compete. It really does. Well, let's face it. This is why they wanted all the free trade agreements to begin with, right? Because they wanted to get away from all that stuff, right? Big business wanted to get away from that. They wanted to get away from They wanted to pay you a pension. They wanted to get away from that. They gave you the 401K. Then they promised the match. Now, now I'm hearing, by the way, all these 401K matching plans. Well, not all of them. I'm sure Amazon and Microsoft are going to be fine. But all the rest of you, get ready. Those are going away. Three the, years the ago. The matchings of the 401Ks. Three years ago, the federal board that oversees the retirement plans of the civilian government employees and the U.S. military made a little noticed but now very critical decision to permit for the first time its international fund investments in an index which includes the state-run companies in China. Yes, U.S. taxpayer-funded retirement accounts investing in communist exchanges. Yeah, what could go wrong there? What's wrong with that? That permitted the funds to provide retirement benefits for American soldiers, sailors, and pilots. 
to be invested in communist exchanges, the thrift savings plan, the TSP, the federal government 401k plan for personnel will soon have roughly $50 billion invested in the MSCI All-Country World Fund. This is where the problem lies, as we've found out the hard way, that nobody cared, the laissez-faire attitude about, oh, I don't care, yeah, get rid of American jobs, get rid of American industry, just shut it all down, we don't care, made in China, made in Bangladesh, made in Indonesia, I mean, you know, come on, we can't have clothes built in America, what's wrong with you? You know, in the 50s and 60s and up until America hit its peak in 1973, our manufacturing peak was 73, and ultimately what the first oil embargo was what changed the world. It changed the world. So, and, you know, this allowed the first of the Japanese cars to come in. And, again, you know me, your favorite right-wing wacko tinfoil nation leader, that, you know, even though I can't prove it, I know the Japanese were in with the Arabs on the oil embargo so they could flood the market with uh, cheap, high-mileage Japanese cars that, you know, were, were, were a novelty in 73. You know, PBS did a... They did a uh, documentary on the Japanese car invasion, and I saw it years ago, and it was interesting. They showed, like, the Japanese car dealers, Honda, Datsun, uh, I don't know, you, you know the stories, Toyota. They, they, they show, like, the dealer meetings, and they're all, like, they've got big, ugly wives. You know, they're, they're into, they've got cheap suits on in the 70s, and they're showing the dealer conventions. Man, by 1980, they all got trophy wives, diamonds on their hands, everything. I mean, they stole the car market from America. They shut down Detroit. Just shut it all down. That's just a microcosm. I mean, everything. You know, I had an old pickup, an old Ford pickup that had an employee parking sticker on it. It was built in 1959 and had an employee parking sticker in California, in California, in California. Oh, where the airport is there. Uh, Ontario. Ontario, yeah, Ontario, right. California. Huge shipping hub, by the right. way. Huge. General Electric had a iron plant. Not not iron like, you know, a, a steel mill. An iron for to iron clothes. Okay, it was a plant. And that's what they made, the iron plant in Ontario, California. You know, of course, you know, God forbid anybody irons their own clothes now. I don't know if anybody does that, but could you imagine... An iron built in California? Do you know what that would cost by the time Newsom, government Newsom was done with it, by the EPA and everybody got involved? You know, that iron now that uh, that used to, when they made it, used to employ people and they had retirement accounts and they had children, they had homes, and they were able to support themselves. Building an iron in Ontario, California for General Electric. I mean, think about that. Right. This And this is California. California. Right. So, <laughs> it wasn't like in Iowa or somewhere like this. It was California. Well, man, we used to build Chevys. I mean, there's all sorts of car manufacturing. California was the American dream, man. I'm going to tell you so. that this just breaking. Uh, Canadian crude oil cash contract negative three dollars and fourteen cents. Oh come on, it negative inverted. three dollars. You have to and pay me to take your cents. oil. To take Canadian oil right now, U.S. crude oil now uh, at eight dollars, seven dollars. I'm sorry, seven dollars and sixty-eight cents, down fifty-eight percent on the day. They just need to shut it off. This is what they just need to shut it off. This is what computers do. This is just a computer-driven model. This is the contract. This the contract expires tomorrow. Right. 
So they're just shorting it, and uh, this is what happened. So what? Here's what it's like. What happened to silver? You know, silver. Right when all this started, they just hammered it. Fell three dollars. Everybody's like, "What?" Well, here's what happened. Anyone who had silver for sale took it off the market. Right. Took it off the market. This is a what a what a you know a, a, a computer program can do. So I assure you, anyone who has gasoline for sale right now goes, "No, nah, I don't think so." Nah, just stick it in a hole somewhere. We'll wait for it to come back. This is the problem. The so now hole, there's not the going to be any gasoline. Right, the, the hole is full, but yeah, there, there's exactly right. That's exactly what they won't happen. sell it. They won't do it. They won't sell it. They're just not going to sell it. Nor should they. No. Nor should they. Would you? No. If you had a warehouse, a cavern full of oil right now, and you had all sorts of contracts going, and like, well, you know, we can take it. We can take the you know the hit, the thirty percent hit. But this morning, you're like, no, we're not selling. Everything's going to get unwound. But these are the computer programs running Barter Town. You're listening to The Blind Leads the Stupid here. Patriot Radio News Hour. Eric Segerstrom, Joe Jaquin sitting across from me. I'm the good-looking funny one. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Segerstrom. Thanks for tuning in. Life is is good, uh, you know, if you're still above ground, that's for sure. Joe Jaquin sitting across from me. Wendy out front. It's, uh, well, it's uh, busy in here, I can tell you that. <laughs> the radio show is now becoming a nuisance, trying to do a show here in between the phone calls and talking. So I don't even know where to go. What would you say, Disney? Joe Disney now firing or furloughing or whatever word you want to use. The other half of its employees, 100,000 more Disney employees will no longer be receiving a check. Uh, they're suspending the pay for the so-called cast members. Save them $500 million a month across its theme parks and hotels, uh, which have been shut for almost five weeks now. Uh, they say the layoffs uh, staffs will now be reliant upon state benefits. Uh, public support could run into the hundreds of millions of dollars just for Disney employees here in the United States in their unemployment checks. And uh, they're also uh, going to, uh, well, keep paying their dividend, though. Well, not to be outdone, Los Angeles mayor announces furloughs for his city workers as the city of L.A. faced budget cuts and dips into reserves for to respond to the outbreak. Mayor Eric Garcetti said the economic downturn the city faces will be more painful than the 08 recession. Garcetti delivered his annual State of the City address Sunday night without an audience. Boy, I bet they love that. So how to announce cutbacks with nobody here to go, Hey, even better, right? The guy in the mayor was like, that was the easiest cutback I've ever made. Nobody, Nobody there to protest. How about the running backs making cutbacks in the NFL and score touchdowns without anyone in the stands? I mean... You think America's done? Think about the World Series. I mean, by now, baseball's up and running, and baseball, you know, baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and Chevrolet. Baseball would have been up and running for like almost a month now. Yeah. No World Series. I mean, you know, the World Series was, forget football, forget basketball, but baseball. American icon. You know, it's, it's baseball, Ray. It's baseball that holds the country together, or it did. I mean, I know it's dying. Football's dying. They don't want to admit that. Golf is dying. Entire generations of, of video game kids who don't really want to do anything, and the the other ones play soccer, and everybody gets trophies. So, 
I mean, Joe, we had we did a show here when, last year. I was sitting in with you about how high school football uh, is dropped. The, the amount of kids who want to play drops every year. So, so the country's changing. Could it be gone forever? Could America be gone forever? Or is that what we're witnessing? I think I think we'll we'll come back around. But there is we're obviously in the middle of a tectonic shift here. Uh, of what this used to be. My fear is, unfortunately, that the entrepreneur is the one that's losing. Capitalism is losing. What's winning is socialism. I mean, that's what's winning. So if that ends up being the winner, then, yeah, I mean, America has changed forever. And I think its days as the world's superpower would be numbered if we don't come out of this the right way on the other side. And right now it's not looking good because I'm really thinking, I'm watching what crude oil is doing today, and the only thing I can think of, the only thing I can think of, they're all just trying to get a bailout. How low do we got to go before the government says, okay, you guys get a bailout too? Right. Right. I mean, well, that's you know, part how of it. How low do you got to go? Okay. All right, you get a bailout too. Oh, Disney, you just fired a couple hundred thousand people. Okay, we'll give you some money, right? I mean, how well? Well, this is it, exactly. So they're looking at that going, uh, you know, the, the Democrats are, oh, you can't give the evil energy companies who are destroying the environment and creating climate change. You know, you can also look at it the other way. Oh, you mean the people that allow the farmers to do their fields, allows people to fly across the world or drive their cars or turn on their lights every day? Those same evil energy companies? So, yeah, you might be right. Maybe this is just a test of the emergency uh, funding system for gasoline and electric. How about this? This is also coming out. They're saying now the one-time $1,200 stimulus check ain't going to cut it. Americans, they are now proposing to give Americans $2,000 a month to fire up the economy. I hate being right all the time. I hate being right. And ultimately here, if this goes on by July, August, it'll probably be 4000 a month, the $5 trillion stimulus. I figure we'll be at a 20 to 25, $25 trillion in stimulus by the end of the year. So unless oh, they just go, yeah. Including, like, the Fed and all that. Right, including yeah. the Fed and everything. Wow. So well, the Fed's, we're already at 10, and it's a spit in the ocean. Nothing's, nothing's turned on yet. So well, you when know, they turn it on and nobody's there, what are, what are their options? Let the businesses go? In one week, a little over one week, the United States officially has added another $500 billion to the debt. Uh, we, we hit $24 trillion about a week ago. Uh, today we're right right here at twenty four trillion five hundred billion, and I even mean, that's a lie, it, right? Which right. is so so crazy to think about. And we're sitting here and we're talking about the fact that most of the SBA money still hasn't made its way out there. A lot of that two point two trillion still hasn't made their way out there. Now Nancy Pelosi is like, wait, we got another $500 billion here. Uh, the airline, which already got a $50 billion bailout, said, hey, that's not going to be enough. Now the energy sector needs a bailout. Ford all but said last week, we need a bailout. I mean, where's I mean, I don't know. It sounds right to me. If there, you know, do you stop now? I mean, or you just say, all right, well, yeah, here, here's some more money. Now, I don't get all the testing. The testing makes no sense to me. So, should we just stop? I don't get it. So, I mean, because if you don't have it today, they test you, you don't have it, 
you drive home, you high-five your neighbor, and now you have it. Doesn't make any sense. Bolinas, California, they're going to kick off a four-day effort. They're just a little town north of uh, San Francisco. They're going to test all of their 1,680 people being funded by private venture. How about that? Where do they get all these tests? So, well, you have to be four years old, though. So mandatory testing? Yeah, well, that's coming, too. Final segment coming up, Patriot Radio News Hour. Stay with us. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up here. Well, this is it. <laughs> it's Monday, April 20th, 420. What is that, the pot thing? That is, is that, the pot code. Is this Hitler's code. birthday, too, or something? Oh, I don't know about Isn't that. that. Right? Or something? Listen, I, there's certain things that I might, I just you don't want to know. I just don't want to know. You cover your ears. So that's probably how people listen to this radio show. If your spouse listens, you're like, no, I'm not listening to that. So turn those guys off. Oh, man. We still have some product. We have some Silver Eagles. We're giving you an option with them, too. You can get a U.S. $10 legal lawful tender Article 1, Section 10 Liberty gold piece. Minute 1866 to 1907. Right on it. $10. Lady Liberty's head. And a roll of Silver Eagles. That'll be $1,600. If you want to get a $20 gold piece with that, it'll save you a little money. So... You get more gold, you save a hundred bucks. You get a twenty dollar gold piece uh, at twenty five hundred dollars with a roll of silver eagles. Yep. So, Either or, and or both. I think ultimately the silver eagle market again the same thing that happened to toilet paper, but this is what happens. This is going to happen to oil now, gasoline, because they hammered silver. Everybody's like, "What the hell?" Everybody wanted to buy it. They hammered it. Everybody just pulled it back, and it went into a hole. So all the people that were going to sell didn't sell. The, the suppliers that had it took it off their shelves, waiting for higher prices. Now, it created a tremendous shortage, and on top of that, the U.S. Mint closed. So just to, you know, yeah, just to, just to add insult to injury. So now you may see gas stations close, which, you know, this is how things work their way out, ladies and gentlemen, unless the government's could involved. You, could you imagine? So, hey, we can't buy any gas. Nobody will right. sell us any. I didn't even think about that. Right. That's what happens. Can't get the gas because it's too cheap. Too cheap. Quick look here at the markets. The Dow is down 235 points. The only reason it's not down like 800 points is Amazon is loving the fact that every retailer in America is possibly on the brink of going out of business. We're waiting any day now for Neiman Marcus's bankruptcy to go with J.C. Penney's bankruptcy. Then it'll be Macy's, and of course Sears. They're probably done forever. S and P's down 13. The Nasdaq's up 20 points again. Amazon uh, gold's up 15 at 1,715 dollars. Crude oil, but it just doesn't get any better. Wow. Down $11.88, $6.50 right now, down 64%. Never, ever in my lifetime have seen it. can't stay that way. It'll just demolish, demolish Texas, demolish Oklahoma, demolish the Front Range in Colorado, Wyoming, the Dakotas, everything. Pennsylvania. I mean, just going to demolish it. Canada is demolished now. So it is amazing. But I think. I think old man inflation's going to fix it. So they're going to monetize that as well. But the interim, I would look for get now gasoline shortages. 
I mean, I'm telling I don't you. like how your brain works. I know. It's backwards. The, you listen to this show because I am a it's catastrophe. Like when you played Ozzy backwards on your record player, <laughs> you know. I think complete. Everybody's like, oh, cheap gasoline is going to be everywhere. No, they won't sell it. I'm going to sell it. You kidding me? What was oil a month ago, Joe? I don't even know. Just a month ago, it was 30, 30. 35. I mean, eight weeks ago, it was 50-something. 50 50, yeah, two months ago. So it's a market anomaly, we like to call it. Try to start your car with some of that cheap oil. Kind of like, you know, how they sell the price of gold on there. It has nothing to do with what it's really going to cost. It's just once somebody's got to fabricate it, refine it, and get it to your tank. God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We have product available for delivery. Give us a call. We can help you. We've helped thousands. See you tomorrow. Bye now.